Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, who will be your guide for this audio online retreat that's going to be focused upon continuing to help you become the saint God created you to be. This retreat, we're going to be reading from the spiritual classic, The Soul of the Apostolate by Dom Jean-Baptiste Chattard. And it's going to include a brief reflection and daily resolution. It's designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So, join with me now as we take our next step in our pilgrimage towards holiness. Welcome to Day 56. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you to open our hearts and minds as we pray this prayer from St. Augustine, our patron and intercessor. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work, too, may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So today we are less than 10 days away from finishing. But today we are focusing on number four, custody of the heart is the keystone of the interior life. Hence, it is essential in the apostolate. Resolution on custody of the heart. O Jesus, it is my desire that my heart acquire a habitual solicitude to preserve itself from every stain and to become more and more united to your heart in all my occupations, conversations, recreations, and so on. The negative but essential element of this resolution demands that I absolutely refuse to contract any stain in my motives and in the way my acts are carried out. The positive element drives my ambition on to the point of seeking to intensify the faith, hope, and love which which the action was begun. This resolution is going to be the real barometer by which to measure the practical value of my morning mental prayer and my liturgical life. For my interior life will be what my custody of the heart is. With all watchfulness, keep thy heart, because life issueth out of it. Mental prayer gives me back the verve with which I run on towards divine union. But it is custody of the heart which is going to enable the traveler to gain strength from the nourishment he took before his journey began, or takes along the way, so that he will always maintain the same lively pace with which he started out. This custody of the heart means nothing else but the habitual, or at least frequent, solicitude to preserve all our acts as we perform them from everything that might corrupt their motive or their accomplishment. This solicitude will be calm, peaceful, free of all strain, at once humble and strong, because its basis is filial recourse to God and trust in that recourse. Here my heart and my will do much more than my mind, which must remain free to carry out my various obligations. Far from impeding my activity, custody of the heart will make it all the more perfect by bringing it into line with the Spirit of God and adjusting it to the duties of my state. Now this exercise is something that I want to practice at every moment of the day. Sorry, I lost my my place for a moment there. It will consist in a glance from the heart upon the present action 
and a moderate attentiveness to all the various parts of the action as I perform them. It amounts to carrying out, with all exactitude, the precept. Age quod agis. Do what you are doing. That is to say, apply yourself totally to the matter in hand. My soul, like an alert sentinel, will keep a vigilant watch over all the movements of my heart, over everything that goes on within me, all my impressions, intentions, passions, inclinations, and in a word, over all my interior and exterior acts, all my thoughts, actions, and words. Obviously, this custody of the heart demands a certain amount of recollection, and it cannot be practiced if my soul is dissipated. However, the frequent practice of this exercise will help me to acquire the habit that will make self-custody easy. Quod vadam et ad quid. What would Jesus do? How would he act in my place? What would he advise? What would he ask of me at this moment? Such are the questions that will come spontaneously to my mind, hungry for interior life. When I feel myself drawn to Jesus through Mary, this custody of the heart will quickly become far more effective. My heart will soon feel, as it were, an incessant need for recourse to so good a mother. And this is how we actualize the precept, abide in me and I in you, which sums up all the other principles of the interior life. What you have declared, O Jesus, to be the fruit of the Eucharist, he abideth in me and I in him, is what my soul is out to get by means of custody of the heart, which will unite me with you. He abideth in me. Yes, I shall see myself as truly in my home, in your divine heart, with every right to dispose of all your wealth by using the unlimited treasures of sanctifying graces and the inexhaustible mine of your actual graces and I in him. But, thanks to my self-custody, you also, my Lord, will be truly at home in my heart. For, bending every effort to ensure the continual exercise of your sovereignty over the operation of all my faculties, not only will I be careful never to do anything without you, but my ambition will go so far as to desire to put into every one of my actions an ever-increasing power of love. The habit of interior recollection, of spiritual combat, of a busy and well-regulated life, and the incalculable increase of my merits will all result from my self-custody. And thus, O Jesus, my indirect union with you through my works, that is, my relations according to your will, with creatures will become the sequel to my direct union with you through mental prayer, the liturgical life, and the sacraments. In both these cases, this union will proceed from faith and from charity and will be formed under the influence of grace. In the direct union, it is you yourself, O oh my God, and you alone that I have in view. In the indirect union, I apply myself to other things, but since it is in obedience to you that I do so, these objects to which I have to give my attention become the means willed by you to achieve my union with you. I leave you in order to find you. It is always you that I am seeking, and with just as much love, but now I seek you in your will. And this divine will of yours is the one and only beacon light upon which self-custody fixes my constant gaze, that I may direct all that I do to your service. And so, in either case, I am able to say, it is good for me to adhere to my God. It is therefore a great mistake 
to imagine that in order to become united to you, I must put off my active work or else wait for it to get done. It is a mistake to imagine that certain kinds of work, because of their very nature or because of the time they involve, might so dominate my life or cramp my freedom that it would become impossible for me to be united to you. Not at all. You want me to be free. You do not want activities to imprison me beneath their weight. You want me to be the master and not the slave of activity. And to that end, you offer me your grace on condition that I am faithful in the custody of my heart. And so, from the moment a supernatural, practical sense tells me, through the many events and circumstances and details arranged by your providence, that such and such activity is really bound up with your will, I have the twofold duty of not trying to get out of it, but also of not doing it merely for the pleasure it may give me. I must take on the job and carry it out solely in order to do your will. Otherwise, self-love might step in and corrupt its worth and diminish my merit. And if I find out what it is you will, dear Lord, and see how you want it done, quod et comodo deus vult, and then go ahead and do it simply because it is your will. Et quia deus vat. Then my union with you, far from diminishing, will only be intensified. So we finish with a couple of Latin phrases there at the end, which are, Lord, as you will, and so you will, it is my will. Um, so one of the main things that we have to remember is that this mistake, I think, just as we are getting ready to conclude, about this idea of you have to put up active work or else wait for it to get done in order to become united with God. I think this is the most difficult and challenging part of living out the vocation of a lay person in particular, is the fact that so often we think that a priest or a religious who are living, you know, a life, you know, that is different from ours, that because it is much more focused upon God, that they must be closer to God. And that's not the case. We have to find in the midst of our work what God's will is for us and unite it to him. And that is where we are able to then be able to freely choose to do the things that are before us. This is where the idea of sacrifice, of offering it up, comes into play. And it's not because it's penitential, but rather we're sacrificing my will to do God's will. So anytime that we're able to say yes to anything that we do not like, cannot change, didn't choose, and don't understand, and we unite it with God's will, in that moment, we're doing great work. So that's your resolution for today. To say yes to any instance, and there will be many, I can tell you, because there always are, that we say yes to whatever it is that we do not like, did not choose, cannot change, or don't understand today. And we say, Lord, if it be your will, it is mine, and I say yes to it. No, my continued prayers for each and every one of you, and we're almost there. So keep on and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you think of others who may benefit from listening, be sure to share the podcast with them. Until next time, know my prayers for you to be given whatever graces you may need to continue doing whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so together we can tell the master of death not today. God bless. Thank you.